Bavabasra, Perik Vav, Mishnah Dalet, 6-4. And the Mishnah is returning now to talk about when one enters into transactions um, and doesn't exactly define the terms, so how we understand what a person would ex- be expected to mean. And this Mishnah will talk about um, two kinds of cases. It's when a person either purchases a plot of land to build a home, or he hires a contractor to build him a home. So the question is, if you didn't specify the size of the plot or the size of the home, so what should be expected? And this will give you a good insight into the way they lived back 2,000 years ago. It says, If a person sells, Reuven sells Shimon, a plot for Shimon to, to build a home, or if a person is Mekabel, like a Kablan, to be a contractor, to build him a home. So if it's base chasnus levano, if it's a little newlyweds, you know, home, that would be for his newly married son. And the way they did things back then is like they had their primary home where the family, you know, they called the, the patriarch, the father of the family lived with his wife and kids, whatever. And then as the children got married off, so then the, the boys at least, um, they would live like just sort of like they build a new little house right next door and like attached to it, and they would live, the new couple would live in that new little home right next door. So the question is, how big should that little home be? Or similarly, Ubeis Almanus Levito, if his daughter became an Almana, meaning the daughter was widowed, so there's no, she has no husband now, but she might have some children, whatever it is. So again, they'll build her like her own little kind of little suite, a little home room that's next to the primary home of the family. So how big should those be? So, says the Mishnah, Bona Arba Amos Al Sheish, dear Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva holds that the home for a newlywed couple or for a widowed woman, even if she has some kids, would be four by six uh, Amos. An Amos is roughly half a meter, so you're talking two by three meters. Six square meters, it's tiny. In feet, you're talking something like, let's just call, call it two feet, just to be simple here. So you're talking, if it's two by three meters, you're talking four by six feet. Okay, tiny. Okay, my my car, my my big uh, Kia Carnival car is two, and like my Toyota Sienna, the same kind of thing. These kind of big, you know, eight seater cars, they are two meters wide and five meters long. We're talking two meters wide and three meters long. So you know, it's basically a little more than half the size of a of a big, you know, eight seater car. In any case, Rabbi Yishmol Omer Refes Bakar Huzet Rabbi Yishmol says, no, that's too small, too small. People don't live in homes quite that small, uh, but he doesn't actually specify how big it should be. He just says that's too small. Um, that size, the two by three, the four by six, almost would be for like a cow shed or something like that. Okay. The halach is actually going to fall like Rabbi Yekiva, so actually, where the Shulchan Aruch says yes, indeed, um, you know, four by six almost is the right kind of size for a newlywed couple. Um, tiny. Now, uh, one just point: the Gemara asks, well. Why are we doing this kind of weird asymmetry? It's like a newlywed son or, an, or a widowed daughter. Like, what about a newlywed daughter? So the Gemara speaks out, this is Misha teaching us Terech Eretz, the propriety. It's not right for, um, if one marries a daughter, for his son-in-law to live like in the house, like kind of adjoining his, a little home, because then essentially he'd be living at home with his mother-in-law, and that's improper. So we don't want that to happen. But once the son-in-law is out the picture, the daughter will move back to live with her family again. Okay, the Mishnah continues on. Um, if it's Harotelasos Refes Bakar, if indeed a person did contract to purchase a piece of land to build a shed for a cow, or if he hired a contractor to build him a shed for the cow, so how big should the shed be? Bona Arba Amos Al Sheish. 
it should be four by six almost fine. Now, if the agreement was that we're building a bias katan, a small home, but we don't specify exactly what that means, so how big would that be? Says the Mishnah, sheish al shmona, six by eight almost, roughly something like three by four meters. At 12 square meters, it's again, it's really tiny. That's like a small room, what we call small room today, basically. Uh, and if it's gadol, if it's a bias gadol, so that means like a big home, so then it's shmona lesser, it would be 8 by 10 amos. Okay, so basically like 4 by 5 meters, 20 square meters. Um, that's a big room, like the size of maybe like, you know, the biggest room in your home or something like that, but it's just that big. Okay, now... Troklin, if you contract to build like a mansion, so then it's SRL SR, it's 10 by 10, almost 5 by 5 meters, which might be the size of, say, your living room or something like that. Um, but that's considered to be a mansion in the time of the Mishnah. And actually, um, the Mishnah is sort of giving um, its aesthetic sensibilities, um, perhaps influenced by what went on in the, the classical times when the Mishnah was written, like in Roman and Greek sensibilities, that a square, square as opposed to a rectangular room is more... Uh, Aesthetically pleasing, the Trotkins are press. So, like the Rotunda, for example, if you're familiar with that, um, very famous piece of architectural work, um, something like that, the Rotunda Vicenza, which is a square, of course. So, something like that would be like the ideal, and that's a Trotkin. Okay, what about the height of the roof? So, Romo, it's it's Rumo, it's uh, its height of the ceiling. Kachatsi Arko Vakachatsi Rachbo. Literally means half of its uh, height, of its length plus half its width, which is another way of saying, as we would say in, in our terms today, the average of the width and the length of the home. So in other words, if a newlywed suite is 4 by 6 almost, so the average of 4 and 6 is 5, so it should be 5 almost high. If you're talking about a, a big a bias, which is 8 by 10 almost, we said, so it should be the average of 8 and 10, which would be 9 almost high, very high ceiling in that case. So Rael Adavar says the Mishnah, you know, uh, kind of a support evidence for that, for that being the rationale, the sort of averaging the length and the width of the of the home, is the heichel. The heichel, what we would call uh, perhaps the kodesh, if you're more familiar, it's referring to the time of Bias Rishon, Solomon's temple, Shlomo's temple, where um, the Mikdash Rishon, so the kodesh, including both kodesh and kodesh kodeshim, was forty almost long and twenty almost wide. Um, and at a height of 30 amos. So you see again, 30 being the average of 20 and 40. Um, so the height of the Kodesh, but it's going here, the Heichel, um, was the average of the length and the width. That's in Bayes Rishon. Uh, note that in Bayes it wasn't quite like that. In Bayes first of all, the whole structure of the Heichel was much bigger because it included not just the Kodesh um, with the Kodesh Kodashim, but also the, uh, that's like the back half, I'll call it, of a, what's like kind of looks like a T, but the front half was the Ulam, it was a very tall entrance area, we're not considering that at all, but even just the back, the Kodesh. So it was, again, um, 40 long and 20 wide in Baisheni, the Kodesh was. But um, uh, it was a height of 40, not of 30. And that's just because Chagai had said that um, the Baisheni should be Godul Yek, Kvot Achram and Arishon. should be more, I guess, bigger. But so they couldn't change the dimensions of the footprints because that's given by a separate, you know, Kabbalah. It has to be exactly right in terms of the size. So therefore, it's make it bigger because the Nebuah, they made it, the roof, the ceiling higher and by a shani. Okay. In any case, there, Rabban Shimon Gamliel Omer Hakol Kavinyan Hahechal. 
Now, there's two ways to read this. Um, the simple way to read it, I think, is that it's as a rhetorical question, which means Rabbi Shimon Gamil says, What? Hakol Kabinin Hechel? Really? Everyone has to live by the same impressive dimensions of the Hechel, the base of Mikdash's sanctuary? That's a little excessive. I mean, they had a very high ceilings because it's an impressive building. But what do other people have to have if they're living in a trachlan that's 10 by 10 almost? It has to be 10 ama high, 5 meter high ceiling. That seems really uh, mugzam, extreme. So therefore, not necessary, says he. Others learn, other Peshat the Gemara brings, is that indeed Rabbi Shem is agreeing. He's just saying, yeah, indeed, everything is according to the how the Hechel was built as opposed to anything else. However, like all these Mishnayos, the real Halakha Lamaisa, so to speak, notwithstanding the, the Shulchan Aruch, would be what's normal and expected in your particular locale. So if ceilings they have a standard height, it would be the standard height ceiling and not, you know, whether that's taller or shorter than the prescription of the Mishnah.